Welcome to this episode of the National Police Association podcast number 28. Officer shot while confronting robbery suspects, retired trooper killed and man attempts to run over two officers. From Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama.com reports a Birmingham police officer was shot Sunday morning when he confronted two robbery suspects, a 16-year-old is the accused shooter, the officer, identified as narcotics detective John Fink, was hit twice in the abdomen, what was initially believed to be a third wound was a ricochet, he was rushed to UAB Hospital's Trauma Center by Birmingham Fire and Rescue Service via police escort. Birmingham Police Chief Patrick Smith said the officer as of 1.15 p.m., was out of his first surgery and in ICU Fink, who was in uniform but not wearing a protective vest, is listed in critical condition. Fink has been with the department since 2005, he is a husband and father. Two suspects were taken into custody in Inslee, the two suspects in custody are ages 16 and 25, the 16-year-old is the accused shooter. Each and every day we deal with circumstances and it's very disappointing someone this age would go to such great lengths, Smith said at an afternoon press conference, it's one of those difficult things to take in, Smith said the suspects in custody match the description given by the officer and the robbery victims, the robbery victims have positively identified them, also, the chief said, a recovered handgun matches the caliber of shell casings recovered at the shooting scene. Efforts to reach officials at Church of the Highlands were unsuccessful. Pastor Chris Hodges released this statement on social media. Our thoughts and prayers are with Officer John Fink who has served our church for eight years at our Woodlawn campus. He was critically injured today after responding to an incident in the Woodlawn community and is currently hospitalized in stable condition. Please join us in praying for Officer Fink's full recovery and for peace and comfort for his family. U.S. Attorney for the Northern District of Alabama J. Town also released a statement, This tragedy is a heartbreaking reminder of the dangers all law enforcement face, while they keep us safe, while they do the job, our thoughts and prayers are with Detective Fink, his family, and all of Birmingham PD, we should never forget that the line of duty is endowed by sacrifice, selflessness, and courage, tonight we wrap our arms around Officer John Fink, his family and the entire Birmingham Police Department. Mayor Randall Woodfin said in a statement released on social media, Our officers risk their lives each and every time they step out of their doors for the betterment of our communities. We thank them for their commitment. Birmingham stands with you Officer Fink as we pray for a full recovery. The ordeal began at 9.22 a.m. when a report of robbery of two people was dispatched over the radio. Our officers heard the call as it came out, Smith said. The officer confronted the suspects and we had an officer involved shooting, police officers from across the city's four precincts as well as Jefferson County Sheriff's deputies descended on the scene in the 5400 block of Georgia Road, the U.S. Marshals and A.T.F. also responded to the scene, as did S.B.I. We have a very active crime scene, the chief said adding that he believes the suspects are hemmed up within the large police perimeter that has been established in Winlon. Tracking dogs and SWAT officer also are on the scene. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency's State Bureau of Investigation will be investigating the shooting. Smith said that two people were robbed by the two suspects. Fink was working security for Church of the Highlands Woodlawn Campus responded to the call and that's when the shooting happened. It appeared he was alone when he initially confronted the suspects. He was able to give a description of the suspect, 
clothing description and things of that nature. The chief said of the wounded officer, Smith said it appears from radio transmissions that Fink may have observed the robbery in progress and summoned officers for backup. A 1,033 officer needs all possible assistance, was issued, with the victim's help. They tracked stolen cell phones taken in the robbery to the parking lot of the Winn-Dixie on Bessemer Road in Inslee where the department's crime reduction team took two people were taken into custody. The victim's cell phones were recovered, as well as at least one handgun. We don't know if the handgun from the suspect is the gun that shot our officer however we will be doing further testing to determine if this is the suspect involved. The chief said, we have a lot of work to do at the scene, a lot canvassing to do to make sure we have all of the information that we possible can and that we've obtained video from the surrounding area. We believe we have the right suspects in custody based upon this series of events, the description the officer gave before he went into surgery, the description the victims gave of the suspects involved and the fact they were found in the vehicle described by the officer as well as victims Smith said, the victims, he said were possibly walking to church when they were robbed, they are currently being interviewed by us, B, I, agents, meanwhile the two possible suspects, captured by the department's crime reduction team, are at police headquarters downtown, as for Fink, Smith said, they do have some concerns because he did lose a lot of blood and has been given a lot of blood, we're praying very hard for him, it's like pins and needles trying to wait to get accurate information, from what we've been able to tell. We believe he was able to return fire, the chief said, we don't know if the suspect or suspects were hit, we're still getting a lot of information in right now, we're searching for video in the area so we can put that information out, Smith said at an early Sunday afternoon press conference that they were holding the block's wide perimeter in place, they have recovered several shell casings from the scene of the shooting. Police also are canvassing each home within the perimeter to ensure they obtain a description of what residents saw or heard in the area. Smith said that Birmingham police in 2018 and 2019 took 4,000 handguns of the streets of Birmingham. In most of those instances we did so very safely, but there's always that one time that one moment where things like this happen, he said, we just have to do more to be prepared, do more as far as our training and do more to make sure that our officers are completely alert, completely aware of what is happening, it's a very scary thing, we've endured a lot over the past year and a half with Officer, Cullen, Stafford, Officer, Lucas, Allums, Sergeant, Whitasha, Carter, Smith said, so we're doing everything we can to address crime here in Birmingham, address the shootings that occur and confront these armed suspects, it's a very dangerous job. My heart goes out and I care for every single officer on this department, I want to see them work safely, be supported and make sure that they go home safely each day, the chief said, we do everything that we can to make sure they are completely trained and prepared for the job that they are sworn to do, the Birmingham City Council stands with the law-abiding citizens, family, and the entire Birmingham Police Department, and will work cooperatively to combat this senseless violence, said President William Parker. We are praying for Detective Fink's full recovery, I am lifting the officer in prayer for comfort and strength, said Council President Pro Tem Wardeen Alexander, I am also supporting the Mayor and Police Chief in their efforts to rid our streets of illegal weapons and find sustainable solutions to minimize the violence in our city, our thoughts and prayers are with the officer's family during this trying time, 
as well as all of the men and women of the Birmingham Police Department who get up every day and put their lives on the line to make the city a safer place, said Public Safety Chair Hunter Williams. From Lila, Illinois, Channel 19 reports say former Illinois State Trooper was killed and two others were injured when a woman opened fire in a cigar lounge before taking her own life. Police say, the shooting, which was captured on surveillance footage, appeared to show several people watching television in a media room when the woman sitting behind the victims stands up without apparent provocation, the Lyle Police Department said in a news release, the woman draws a handgun, shoots one victim in the head and then fires several rounds at the other two victims, the department said, before turning the gun on herself. One of the victims, 51-year-old retired Illinois State Police Trooper Gregory Reeves succumbed to his injuries in a nearby hospital, Illinois State Police said, he had retired about a year ago and was known to be a great personality that many people thought very fondly of, Illinois State Police Director Brandon Kelly said in a news conference Saturday, the two other victims, retired Illinois State Police Trooper Lloyd Graham, 55, and Trooper Caton Bullock, 48 are in serious but stable condition, the police department said, police identified the suspect as 51-year-old Lisa V. McMullen, she had no criminal history and no contact with the police department, authorities said, she had a valid firearm owner identification card and a concealed carry license, she fired a total of seven bullets, police said, the suspect and the deceased victim attended high school together in the 1980s but we have not determined if their relationship was more than just acquaintances, police said, they have also been known to frequent the cigar lounge at the same time, interviews with Bullock and Graham will not start until Monday, police said, our hearts are heavy for the loss and injuries to our ISP, colleagues and they remain in our thoughts as we conduct this investigation, acting chief of Lyle Police Ron Wilkie said in a statement. From Livermore, California, the weekly report say man with a previous conviction for resisting arrest was charged with three counts of attempted murder on Friday for allegedly trying to strike two police officers and another man in Livermore early Wednesday morning, Matthew Kelly, 38, who was shot by officers after he allegedly tried to hit them, was arraigned on Friday and is scheduled to return to court next Friday to be assigned an attorney and possibly enter a plea, Kelly, who has addresses in Newark and Fremont suffered a single gunshot wound to his right leg and was treated at a local hospital, Livermore police said that at about 3.25 a.m., on Wednesday two officers pulled over a Toyota driver whom they suspected of driving under the influence on southbound Airway Boulevard south of Kitty Hawk Road near Interstate 580, the officers walked the Toyota driver off the roadway and onto a private access road to conduct a sobriety check but several minutes later they saw a black 2011 Kia Soul traveling south on Airway Boulevard and then turning onto the access road, according to police, the Kia Soul driver later identified as Kelly, accelerated directly at the officers and the pulled over driver so the officers fired their guns at him as he allegedly tried to run them over, police said, the officers and the pulled over driver were able to avoid the Kia Soul, which Kelly then drove to the end of the access road before making a U-turn, the Kia Soul eventually stalled at the entrance of the access road and other responding officers took Kelly into custody, police said. Kelly was charged with two counts of attempted murder of a peace officer for allegedly to strike Livermore officers Kurt Kofer and Eric Santon, and an additional attempted murder count for allegedly trying to hit the pulled-over Toyota driver.
Kelly also was charged with two counts of assault on a peace officer and assault with a deadly weapon, namely the Kia Soul. Livermore Police and the Alameda County District Attorney's Office are investigating the shooting and officers Kofer and Santon have been placed on administrative leave pending the investigation. At the time of the incident on Wednesday morning Kelly was on probation for his conviction on a misdemeanor account of resisting arrest for an incident at the Best Western Hotel at 5400 Mori in Fremont on June 24, 2018, in which he allegedly caused $530 in damage to a room. Kelly was charged with two felony counts of resisting an officer in that incident, two felony counts of battery on an officer causing injury and a misdemeanor vandalism count, but Alameda County prosecutors gave him a break and allowed him to plead no contest to a single misdemeanor count of resisting arrest on March 27, 2019. Kelly was placed on three years probation and ordered to serve 60 days in jail, but court records indicate he failed to complete a work alternative program. This news brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how you can help law enforcement accomplish its goals visit nationalpolice.org.